Hey, Seven Mile Road family in Melrose. This is a quick audio infocast to catch you up on what's happening with our process for the restaffing toward a bright gospel future in this church and this mission that Jesus has called us to. Uh, this is being recorded for anyone who wants to be tightly aligned with this process. I know so many of you are deeply invested in the life and the health of this church and that you're praying hard that the Lord would be gracious to us as we pivot into the future together. I'm recording this on the Monday after that insane, ridiculous, wild Super Bowl. I hope that you were sitting there at halftime going, they got this, they got this. Um, And I hope you're not too spent to listen to uh, this audio with some good attention. Um, Here's where we're at in this process. So we're taking these months to slow down, and to carefully, prayerfully think about who we are called to be at Seven Mile Road Melrose so that we can restructure and re-strategize and re-staff going forward into the future. We have sent the Morans to Community of Grace Church in Buffalo. We will be sending the Patronellas completely uh, July 1st to the mission of Seven Mile Road Waltham. And so we have an open door to walk through here about how are we going to staff toward the future that Jesus has called us to. We've called together a little team to serve you and to serve the process by doing some legwork and then inviting you into it. That team had its first meeting and that basis of that first meeting was just to talk about the current reality, to prayerfully document as clearly and as honestly as possible what who we are right now, where is Seven Mile Road Melrose right now? We had put out a request to everybody who had time to fill out a survey to just answer some basic questions to help us with that process, and you did that. Uh, If I was to summarize what we got back in those surveys, people are generally happy with so much of what's happening in the life of this church. You never know when you put out a survey like that. But there was really no anger or massive frustration or despair despair that was expressed. Uh, No one was looking back longingly or referencing the past in that kind of a way. We are definitely feeling the tensions of being a small church again after a season of being whatever the first notch above small is. Uh, And everyone definitely wants to see this church healthy. Um, The strengths that were listed were helpful to read uh, the weaknesses too. And also some thoughts on the threats to our mission and some of the opportunities that were there. So thank you so much for filling that out. If you haven't had a chance to do that, just jump on the city or on Slack and click on that WooFoo link. And you can throw some thoughts down before our next meeting. Uh, Here's a quick summary of the strengths that the team was able to articulate. In other words, these are just graces that the Lord has blessed this church with, things that we naturally do well, or resources that we have, or anything that would be a real strength that we can capitalize on as we step into the future together. I'll read you this list in alphabetical order, so there's no priority to this list. But these are the things that, with surveys and our conversation, we've jotted down. 
So we've got almost 70 solid, awesome, devoted people committed to the life of this church. We seem to attract and train leaders really well. We have a good reputation among other local churches and mission groups and pastors. We have been given a great building. It's got a really good location. We have a very high average giver, uh, just rocks the national averages for the, the average amount that one unit gives in the life of our church. We have a very high percentage of members who are living very close to the church and to each other. Uh, something like 40% of the church lives in the city of Melrose, and maybe 55% or so lives in that four-city area of Melrose, Saugus, Stoneham, Wakefield. Missional living is now a given. We've always had that as one of what we wanted to be a distinctive of ours, but we have made pronounced movement in that direction. Uh, the moms group that we're doing is thriving. Um, we've got multiple strong leadership development training tracks that continue to get populated with folks who want to serve the church. There is no confusion on who we are, so our distinctives are clear. We have no debt, uh, which is great. At this point, we're not um, living in a place where there's debt. People heal in the life of this church. That's a great strength. Our reputation in the city ranges from either unknown to really strong, uh, but there's no negative thing that we're overcoming right now. By God's grace, at this point, we have a scandal-free history. Uh, we've got strong and indigenous preaching. We've got a thriving, uh, well-led, well-teamed student ministry happening. We have a crazy super high volunteer rate. The people of this church just straight up serve. The tent making reality, reality that, that we've been able to work has provided great financial capacity. We've got tons of children and students in the life of this church. We've got a track record of planting churches. We've done it and are doing it. We've been graced with a unified and experienced pastoral team, and we have an unreal band for such a small church. All right, so there's a quick run of all the strengths, the graces that God has given us, and what we're wanting to do is say, okay, that's true about this place. How can we best mobilize these strengths for the advance of the gospel? The second conversation that we had was around the weaknesses and the threats that uh, face or are a part of our church. So again, let me run down this list for you so you're hearing the current reality where they are. Again, this is just the alphabetical order, so there's no priority list in here. Some are really big deals, some are smaller, but we wanted to get them down. So they included, our church was small, and then it got big. And now it's small again. Uh, that's tough in general. And also, there are still pockets of people in a very small church who don't know each other very well because they got here when we were a lot bigger. Uh, 
our communication systems are poor. Straight up, true. Complacency and just leaning into the status quo is a big threat in our area and therefore also in our church. Uh, In a town like Melrose, it's difficult to quickly determine what the local mercy ministry needs may be. Everyone in our culture is super busy, crazy busy, making money, building their career, getting their education, raising their family, etc. This is just a massive threat to our life together. The life stage of the typical resident near our space is totally set in their ways, all set, not looking to add Jesus or church life to what's happening. Uh, We've had more and more limited connection recently anyway with singles and young folks who are married with no children. Since we've been in the space, we've worked at it, but we've had limited impact on the existing residents in this area. We are living in a politically and socially charged, polarizing political climate, which just has landmines all around it. The organizing, onboarding, equipping, coaching of our gospel communities has been poor and has to improve. Our people just seem to tend to have a fear about talking with others straight up about Jesus, about the gospel, about our church. People who are new to the church get bombarded with the number of children around when they first walk in. Interesting. There is still a lot of uncertainty on exactly what missional living looks like. We get the impetus for it, but how do we do this? The super high cost for housing in Melrose makes living near the church really difficult for many people who would love to do that. And very difficult for people who can do it briefly, but not for the long haul. How do we deal with that? The tent-making reality that we have does mean less hours from our lead pastor being available than would normally be the case. In recent years, the trend is that the typical mover into the Melrose-Saugus-Stoneham area is aggressively not Christian. It is not super clear how a new believer moves to maturity and biblical literacy once they do land with us. We've also noticed that very few local Christians who are a part of larger regional churches right now connect with us and desire to be a part of a more local missional church. They don't want to give up the conveniences of what they get at the bigger, more regional church. And there's a lack of fire for local mission. We have been dealing for years with a very high transient rate, which is exhausting for people and difficult to feel like there's a stable base family here. Visitor rates and retention rates of those visitors who do visit are both way down this year compared to previous years. We definitely aggressively multiplied and have not recovered financially or numerically from that aggressive multiplication. Also because of that, we have not saved any money for investment in a long time. And this great space that we do have has zero dedicated parking spaces.
All right, so there's a list of the challenges uh, and the weaknesses of Seven Mile Road as we are. Okay, so what, what I wanted to do here was just have you hear those, be aware of them, and think on them. The next thing that happens in the process is this. The team will pull together to begin to have a talk about the big why of Seven Mile Road Melrose, the big dream. What would success look like here? What is the Spirit calling us to do and to be in the next three to five years? And we're really doing that just to set the stage for a conversation with you, uh, with the folks who are part of this missional family that is Seven Mile Road. So in early March... We're going to pull together two open forums in which we sit down with you and say, hey, let's talk about the big why, the big dream, what success could look like in the life of this local church in the coming years. Asking the Spirit to be with us, to help us to discover that, to articulate a compelling uh, catalytic vision that we can step into. We're going to do two forums that will have the exact same content so that you have two opportunities to get on your schedule to be there. No child care will be provided. We'll be together for no more than two hours, but it would be great to see you make it to one of these nights to prayerfully participate with us in this conversation. So be thinking on the reality of where we are, but also be thinking and praying on who is it that, that the Spirit is calling us to be, to become. And as we nail down that, it will be the fiery center to some new strategic vision and making some decisions around staffing in the life of this church. We'll put the dates on the calendar as quick as we can, but those will happen in the very first week of March. So be aware of that. And yes, absolutely be taking time, even two, three minutes at a time, to saying, Father, you already know what we need before we ask for it. We need you to help us know who you're calling us to be, what this is going to look like in these coming years, so that we may give ourselves fully to the life and the mission of this church. All right, thanks for listening through this, and uh, be reading any other updates that come out, and we'll get those dates on the calendar.